Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode two of Jordan and Drew, the sports crew, March 22nd. Here today, we got a modified format on the show. My name is Jordan Lorenz. I am a freshman at the UWGB Manitowoc campus. Yes, I do live on campus. I've been doing play-by-play and color commentary for the past three years for C. Hafer Broadcasting for high school basketball and football games. Hopefully, a career in sports broadcasting. We'll see where that gets me. But I know right now, right here, I'm with the one and only Drew Skyberg. Yes, I am Drew Skyberg, and I'm a senior at Valders High School, and I plan to attend the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee in the fall to major in finance and to minor in Spanish. Right back to you. Beautiful. Got to have that minor in Spanish. Going to go far in life with that one. So if you haven't already subscribed on Apple Podcasts, be sure to do so. Leave that five-star review. Really helps us out a lot. We got some good feedback for the my UFC recap. I wanted to mention this. Even if you don't listen, or pardon me, even if you don't watch UFC, listen to the recap. Why not, right? You know, when you're on a car drive somewhere, you can just listen to it, hear me talk for about half an hour it was. Maybe I can get you into it. Maybe we can just, you can just listen to it. Why not? You know, here are some things. It's a fun, fresh thing to listen to other than your terrible rap music from point A to point B. So do that. Give that a listen. Then we got our pilot. Then we've got episode one. We've got our March Madness special where we filled out a bracket and here we are for episode two. So Drew, we are flying through these things. I've been having a lot of fun reading a lot of good feedback. What do we got going on today? So what we got going on today, we have a special guest, Robert Schimmick from EWC Boys Basketball is on to for an interview. And we're going to do some trivia with him. We're going to talk EWC Boys Basketball. He's got a list of players to watch next year. We're going to talk best players from this past year. We got a lot to talk about with him, and it's going to be a treat. He's, his page is phenomenal. I know we always give him praise, and he hears a lot of it, and rightfully so. So, yeah, he's been doing a lot of good things. And like you said, we're going to talk. We're going to recap this season. We're going to talk about next season. It's going to be Drew versus Robert and trivia. I've got five questions. Each person is going to have 45 seconds to answer the questions. I'll have a tiebreaker if needed. Robert will go first. We'll have Drew leave the room. We'll explain all this again once we got Robert on. But it's a modified format this week on the show. We're just doing on this day in history. Then we're getting right to that interview because we've got a lot of things to talk about, as Drew said, and we want to fit it all in. We don't want this to be an hour long. So let's get right to it on this day, the date, March 22nd, 2001. Let's go back on this day in history. Let's go back to 1903. The New York Highlanders tickets first go on sale for those of you who are unaware, including myself, because I didn't even know this. That is the New York Yankees. The Yankees used to be known as the Highlanders. Their tickets first went on sale back in 1903. And Drew, it's good to see Brewers tickets back on sale for this season. I'm super excited for that. And yeah, just to change subject a little bit, we're hoping to get some tickets. We'll, we'll see how it works. By, by when this airs, we'll know if we'll have tickets or not. That's exciting stuff. That is good to be back at the ballpark, American family field, whatever it's called. Something I'm like fan, that. baby. Yeah. Get back to Miller Park. So on this day in 1958, the 20th NCAA men's basketball championship sees Kentucky beat Seattle 84 to 72, the score of that game. And that's kind of interesting seeing the men's basketball championships end so early in March. I mean, it's only the 22nd and these Games are ending already, but going off that, the next one in 1969, 
The 31st men's basketball championship is won as UCLA beats Purdue 92-72. This is when UCLA had a three-peat. They won back-to-back-to-back seasons. Lou Alcindor won most outstanding player for the third consecutive year. Absolutely crazy. UCLA was a powerhouse back in the day. On this day in 1972, the one and only Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was named NBA MVP. You guessed that he scored the most points in NBA history back yes. on our trivia on the pilot. And so It's crazy how you mentioned Lou Alcindor, you know, and then it's crazy because after a few years, you know how Lou Alcindor changed his name to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So, you know, we both things, we link them together. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to get there, but you did it good. So that's three years apart right there. And then our last thing, 1989, it's just a random little thing I wanted to put out there because why not? Pete Rozelle announces retirement as NFL commissioner after 29 years. So that man was almost commissioner for 30 years, had to wow. take a toll on him. That's a lot of work. Can't be an easy job being commissioner of the NFL. And I feel like anytime there's a commissioner or anything like that, everyone just hates them and they just give them all this crap and they're just on them 24-7. But times are certainly different back then. And I'm assuming it was a lot better working conditions than it is now. Oh, of course. And, you know, like Roger Goodell, he like you mentioned, all the backlash he gets. And hope, I'm, not, I'm not really sure what backlash he might have gotten back in the day. But, you know, doing that for almost 30 years, that's that's got to be tough. Yeah, good for him. getting, And then Adam Silver, too, for the NBA, right? Anytime the oh, draft yeah. happens, he just gets booed out of the building, which I think is awesome. It's He likes it, too, now, because it's just kind of tradition at this point. But something that we might want to have a tradition here on the podcast Robert Schimmick we might want to have him on quite a few times you know maybe not in the middle of summer but still we're going to have him on basketball season quite a bit when we get there this is some exciting stuff without a further ado Drew let's go to our interview with the one and only Robert Schimmick back here on episode two and for the first time ever we have a special guest here on the podcast this man runs the EWC boys basketball account on Instagram, he has his own podcast now, which I know Drew got me into, and I was listening to it through the end of the season, especially very good stuff. This man is the voice of the Brilliant Lions. He is a future Uru Oshkosh graduate, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Robert Schimmick. Robert, how you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for the introduction. Uh, yeah, just just uh, just season. Got to go over today, so I can't wait. It's going to be some good stuff here. I figure the best way to do this is we're going to recap the season that just happened, and then we'll talk about next season because I already know you're doing some predictions, seeing how teams are going to branch out. But let's start off overall your impressions of the year. I mean, it was the COVID era. This is things were totally different. I mean, players were having masks on. There wasn't full crowds. But how do you think the season went? You know, I think it went all right. Like, obviously, you had some teams like Falls, I think New Holstein, and there might have been Chilton. Might have been another team in there that had to quarantine for a bit. But yeah. at the end of the year, every team was playing. Every team was healthy in the playoffs. And really at this time last year, that's really all you could have asked for, everybody being healthy in the playoffs. And I think, you know, the last, like, I'd say three weeks of the season, really, uh, really, I don't know. I just think it went all in all very well. And I think everyone has to, pat themselves on the back for a good season. Yeah, I, I totally agree because, like, I, I think it's a miracle, like, state happened. Like, I think that's awfully impressive by the WIA. They made state happen. It might have been with Oshkosh and, not like, Oshkosh and lacrosse. But, like, 
you know, I, I think it's impressive that they got that done for both boys and girls. Drew and I, yeah, we went to one of the games, or you drew on Friday night and Saturday night, actually, but we got to go to Oshkosh for a few of them, and it's just a fun atmosphere. Obviously, nothing like normal state, how it would be with a packed coal center or anything, but I think it was way better than usual. And Robert, were you surprised Ron Colley didn't end up making it to state? Did you expect him to make a run? Yeah, I knew their sectional is going to be very tough to get out of. I obviously didn't. I mean, if you listen to the podcast, we didn't preview the Lutheran game. Uh, Lutheran. And I knew Lutheran was like a good team. And I knew they had some size. They just kind of freewheeled it as they played. But I just, I, I was so surprised. But, you know, like I said, that, that, that stuff happens uh, in the playoffs. It's one game elimination, one game series. Every game's a game seven. So, you know, anything can happen like that. And it's just, it's a shame. Ron Colley had a really great year, but they're going to be back too. And we'll probably, we'll probably get into their finish or what they're going to be like next year coming up. Yeah, I think, you know, Pout's coming back. I mean, you got the best, you got the conference player of the year coming back. You've got to be a favorite, you know? Yeah, I think there's no doubt about it. Luke Pouts is an absolute powerhouse. So you want to talk about some of your best players of the year from these teams, Robert? Yeah, so this season, I still have the top seven up here. Well, I'll, I'll just talk about – I'll talk about the top five, my top five. Like, sure, sure. It, one player was different from the – you know, all the different teams. and Tyler Bonin. I didn't, I didn't have Tyler Bonin in my top five. I just thought there's, there's some things Kripalina can do that Bonin can't or Bonin, I think his name is pronounced – yeah, but still, like great players, and you know, you really can't have two players. That's usually just how it goes. You win the conference, you get more players recognized. If you take third, you usually don't have it. But Luke Pouts, Jeremy Lorenz, Jamison Nikolai, Travis Coleman, Hunter Kripalin, Tyler Bonin are like that's the those six guys that just kind of stand out as just your six best players in the conference. Then you have some other guys like Lucas Halbach, Carson Lapisto. Sam Casper, and we'll throw Cole Hovey and Peyton Dietrich on the list for South Alabama. Really good, really deep senior class this year. Like, I'm taking a look at next year. We only had one junior on the all-conference list and Luke Pouts. So it's going to be a lot of question marks next year. And the conference is kind of – I already kind of took a look. But, you know, I don't really know senior class who's all going to step up beyond Luke Pouts. Yeah, you're you are completely right. There's a lot of turnaround in their turnover in the EWC for these next few years because now with all, a lot of guys who are were great these past few years, now they're all graduating. Now we gotta have a new players step up. And I other than Pouts, yeah, you're right. Someone's gotta step up. Yeah, and looking at that EWC first team, like we obviously mentioned, Luke Pouts will be a senior next year, and then you got Jeremy Lorenz, he's coming back too. But otherwise, Nikolai Coleman, Bonin, they were all seniors and all the second team as well Hallbach, Kreplin, Lepisto, Dietrich, Daphner all of them are seniors so I mean like you guys are saying there's just a lot of old players who are gone now basically and we're just going to have to see who steps up in these teams Luke Poets and Ron Colley you think they're the favorites so far next year for conference Robert? You know actually I I had to give it and like you know everyone I'm sure I'll have people coming at me saying I'm biased but Right now, I have Ron Colley finishing second, and I have Brilliant finishing first. I just think, I just think the jump that Lorenz can make from his freshman year to his sophomore year, I just think like he has a lot more potential than what he showed this year. 
he he has the potential to be a great shooter, but he's never really that part of his game never really has taken off yet. And he's he's gonna get stronger and more dominant <clears throat> and handle the ball. There's like everything in his game he can improve on still, and I see him improving. And you just got like your so they got so Pouts and Lorenz, those two will kind of cancel out, but then I just think Brilliant has a few guys like Caden Holly, Parker Brown, uh who's Mason Banky, those all guys who were who were up there in points per game around that eight point mark. They can all make a big big jump next year. This was their first season on varsity. And I just think Brilliant kind of has like, you know, a group of like their third and fourth best players. But I definitely think it's Brilliant and Ron Colley in the top two. And then I think it's Keel Valders in the next two. And then beyond that, it's just I don't I don't I can't rank the bottom four teams just yeah. because I just think there's like nothing returning from really two rivers, falls falls has maybe one or two guys, but New Holstein to they got Henry Schnell back. That's about it. And Chilton, I really don't – they don't have much back either. So, I, I think it's pretty top-heavy next year between Brilliant, Rockali, Valders, and Keel. And then other than that, I think, you know, not saying those two teams shouldn't be – or those four teams shouldn't be overlooked, but I, I do think it's kind of like two tiers in the conference. Yeah, and I, I'm totally with you on that. I think – that Ron Colley and Brilliant, I think they're like that top two. But uh, you know, there's always like Valders and Keel. They could they could possibly you know sneak up into that two two or three spot. And I think other than those top four, I think really yeah, like we just said, the bottom four. You know, you really can't like they they'll probably just mix around in the bottom the bottom tier. But yeah, I'm totally with you on that. I think one of the most exciting parts about high school basketball in general is just like this fact for here. Like we're not sure what's going to happen next year because you only got guys for four years once you're a senior you're gone and then the teams just reshuffle but that's the exciting part is seeing how they rebound seeing who else can step up and get into that role and Drew, I know you're a big Valders guy we were talking about they might have like a big three next year in a way with Cole Hovey Jackson Olsen and Trey Schneider could possibly be dangerous if those three can get themselves going yeah I'm, I'm totally with you you know Trey's coming up a sophomore he's gonna be a sophomore he had a he started the year on JV which is crazy because at the end he was playing he's playing varsity minutes and like in play like even against like Southern door in the regional semi, he was, he was playing minutes in that game. And it's like, you got him coming back. Jackson kind of had a down year compared to his freshman year, but you know, you know it's still Jackson Olsen. You still got a unicorn on your team. And then you also got, yeah, Cole Hovey who was honorable mention this past year. I mean, he averaged like 10 points a game. And I think, you know, if he fixes, he's got some, some mistakes in his game, you know, if he cleans up the turnovers and, you know, he maybe he's more aggressive. I think, you know, they could, they could possibly, you know, sneak up to that two spot. Any other things, Robert, you want to wrap up from this season or talk about for next yeah, season? Yeah, I'll, I'll take – I'll comment on that Valor's team a little bit. Cole Holby's a really guy I I, I, I like watching. Just like he, – he just makes some plays that just caught your eye. Like coming into the year, like, you know, I thought it would be Dietrich and Olsen. Those would be your two guys. And I knew who Holby was, obviously. But, like, I didn't expect him. I think Peyton Dietrich was just kind of like their leader. But I think, like, Cole Holby was like, at times, like could you could have said he was your best player? I thought in the game I watched him, just a dominant physical and like always kind of in control. That's what I watch. But yeah, I, I do think Valor's and it's like Valor's got one of the better coaches in the conference too. They're always prepared, always well coached, they always play good defense. So it's like they're definitely a team. And I, the only other thing I put Keel in there, I just I need I need to comment on like Keel's like JV team. 
Like, oh, yeah. the field TV team is like something else. They got a lot of good players. I mentioned them before. They got, they got two solid players in their eighth grade class. Not sure. I know Cade Velker. They got another Velker coming. Uh, he's one? pretty solid, too, for that eighth grade class. Not, they got one more yet. How many are He'll be solid. Like and then they got this. Uh, I, I think there's four, and he's their last one. He's the last Jeez. one coming, thankful. So that's for EWC, but. And then I think there's there's another kid, this April kid, who's pretty solid. Not sure if those two will be on varsity next year, but those will be in the next couple of years. Yeah, I never really paid a whole lot of attention to the JV games. Like even games I go to, like they're on in the background basically as I'm getting stuff ready or whatever. I'm not like I'm fully intent watching all these kids. So good to know that even Keel has some more guys coming up. But I think that's our big four for next year, Ron. Collie, Brilliant, Keel, Valders. I think it's no question, Roncalli and Brilliant will be one and two, some combination of that. And you would have to expect it's Keel Valders, but the rest, like we said before, just kind of up in the air, in my opinion. Any final thoughts or anything here, or should we get into some trivia, the fun, fun little thing to end our episode? Let's do it. All right, so Drew's going to take his headphones off. He's going to leave. I'll text him when he can come back. Robert, I'm going to ask you five questions here. I was going to make it timed, but we don't we don't have to make it timed. We'll just go. So we got five questions right. set up for you. First of all, which team, this is all from the past season that just ended, obviously. Which team finished last in the EWC? Yeah, you got cut out. Oh, sorry. Which team finished last in the EWC? Uh, Sheboygan Falls finished last, uh, kind of with their loss. But I think they came their record. They came in last. Okay, okay. Second question. I'll, I'll tell you if you're right or wrong when we get Drew back. We'll talk about them all at the end. All right. Keel's only conference losses came against who? So who did Keel lose to in conference? You lost to uh, Valor twice and Ron Colley twice. Okay, okay. Question number three, true or false? Luke Pouts averaged 21.2 points per game. False. Okay. Fourth question here, name Two Rivers' leading scorer for the season. believe it was Cam Daphne. Yeah, I think it was Cam Daphner. Peterson might have got close, but I think Daphner was like 14.2 and Peterson was like 13.9 maybe in there. Yep, that was their one-two combo, so we'll see if you got that right. And then our final question, New Holstein, who was their first conference win against? So who did New Holstein first win their conference game? Who's their first conference win? Uh, that would That would have been brilliant. All right, so... You got those done. I will let Drew know he can come back. So five questions done. We'll get Drew back on here and we'll see what he's able to do. In our first two episodes, we just did like random trivia for like NBA and stuff like that. We did NBA all-time statistics. He went three of five and then NFL MVP winners. He went three of five. So we'll see what Drew can do here today. Welcome back, Drew. Thank you. Thank you. Do I get to hear what he got? No, not yet. I'm gonna. We're gonna go over it all at the end. All right, so here we go. And it's not timed anymore. I decided we won't time it. We'll just go at it. Sounds good. So, first question: Which team finished last in the EWC? 
Sheboygan Falls. Okay. Next question, and obviously you know this, but this is all from last season, what happened. Just wanted to specify. Keel's only conference losses came against who? Valders. Two from Valders, two from Ron Kelly. Okay, okay, okay. Next question. True or false, Luke Pouts averaged 21.2 points per game. 21.2? Yep, true or false. I'm going to say it was like 20.2. Okay, okay. Next question. Name Two Rivers' leading scorer for the season. Cameron Daphner. Okay, that's that one. And then our final question. New Holstein's first conference win came against? Brilliant. Okay, final answer? Yeah. All right, so after everything, both of you went a perfect five of five. We have a tie on our hands, but don't worry. I've got a tiebreaker question, so this is going to be a number, all right? We're going to have Robert answer first. And then we'll have Drew answer. Drew, actually, Drew, text me your text me right away. And then we'll have Robert answer after. So Robert, I'll let you know when you answer. I'll have Drew text All us right. first. That way it's fair. So, tiebreaker question. I'm asking for a number. Give me the total number of points in Roncalli's first conference game. Total number of combined points between both teams. Do we get to hear who they played? Nope. Ah. Just in their first conference game. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know who they played. All right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, come on. Okay. Wait. <laughs> do we want the combined total between both teams or do we want? Yes, between both teams. Oh, Lord. So, expecting a bigger number here, not like 40 or anything. Once I get this, I'll let you know when you can go, Robert. Hmm. This is a toughie. Is that your answer right here? That's my final answer. Okay, so I have Drew's answers in. Robert, what is your answer? Well, I remember on college's first game was against Brilliant of the season. Okay. So that would have been their first conference game. The score was like mid-60s to mid-50s. I think for some reason, I think Brilliant had like 52. I don't know. I'm going to say like 116. 116 is my answer. All right. Drew's answer was 115. <laughs> so we are very, very close. And Robert, you're basically oh. spot on. All right. Roncalli ended up beating Brilliant. It was 65 to 53. So 118 was oh. the answer. That means by one point, Robert oh. has won our EWC boys basketball trivia. What an honor, Robert Schimmick. Oh. Huge win, just edging no, it just, out. Yeah, I mean, I kind of lucky they played brilliant. I remember that game uh, pretty fondly, so kind of lucked out there. But, no, that was a lot of fun. Right, yeah. We tried to make it as entertaining as possible. Trivia is always our favorite segment, and good thing I had the tiebreaker ready. I didn't expect five of five from both of you. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was one point off, of course, you know. I don't lose by a point, but, I, I mean, I lost to – Mr. EWC basketball himself. So at the end of the day, you know, big whoop. Lots to the best on a buzzer beater. So, yeah, basically that's everything. Robert, anything you want to shout out? Your Instagram, your podcast, let everyone know. Yeah, no, I just, I believe my name's basically EWC underscore basketball on Instagram. And 
same as on my podcast. I'm pretty sure we're done for the year. Well, next year, we'll continue to post on other platforms. But for that, now, it's just on YouTube, UWC Basketball. And I've been thinking um, I might be sending out a poll around the end of summer. I'm thinking about maybe adding football to the EWC page. Oh, that'd be fire. Sure, but I would like that. I have thought about adding adding a, a football for the EWC just because it's a little easier than baseball or track or some other sports because it's a pretty team sport. So look for that. Look for that. And I'll, I'll send out a, a poll and we, we'll let the fans decide. But there maybe look – I might be a little sneak peek at something more yeah, the inside scoops here on Jordan and Drew, the sports crew. How about it? And I think football is a lot easier, too, because, I mean, there's only one game a week. So, like, it's not a ton yeah. of stuff to keep up with. Season isn't that long. So, I think that would be nice as long as you get a nice following with it. I would certainly like that. Drew, what do you want to shout out? Um, well, I got my Twitter, DrewSky160. I always shout out. So, you know, follow me there. I've got my Twitter, JordanLaw underscore PXP. So that is that. Robert Schimmick, our first ever guest here. Thanks for coming on, Robert. Big trivia champ, I'm sure. Sometime in the future, either before the basketball season, during the season, I'm sure we'll have you on sometime again. And if we do get you doing football, we'll definitely have you on for that as well. Yeah, let me know. I'll come on whenever you guys want. Uh, thanks for having me today. Yeah, not a problem. It was a ton of fun. And that wraps up episode two here. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget episode three. You'll be right back here Monday morning per usual. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave that five-star review. Other than that, thank you for listening to episode two of Jordan and Drew, the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.